Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. BC to commit 18 penalties for you to win the game. On the other hand, if you don't fumble the ball for a for a touchdown in your own 10 yard line, if you don't fumble a squib kick when you just should just fall on it, it's, and this is some of the mistakes they made were basic basic mistakes. So both teams, to your point, I think both teams have a lot to uh, be unhappy about. Well, Boston College more so because they're one and two. Uh, Florida State is number three. I don't know if they'll fall in the polls. It doesn't matter. Um, they they look impressive next week. They'll be right where they need to be. But that's almost beside the point in the middle of September. Um, look, I think I think they thought once they got up thirty-one to ten. Okay, well that's over. That was that was a little dicey for a second. I think all the Florida State fans were too. Well, that was a little dicey for Lord knows the editor at Warchan had already written a headline saying that Florida State blows out Boston College, essentially. So every, everybody exhaled um, after that 31-10 to 10 lead, thinking, okay, well, you survived that weird start to the game. You put your foot on your throat. The game's over. And then, look, man, um, I, I tweeted about it twice, I think. You're up 31-10. to 10. They have a third and 17. I think Boston College had almost given up at that point. Like, literally, even the way they were playing, calling the game, he was running into the middle of the line. They were letting 35 seconds run off the clock. It was almost like, let's get out of here and not let this get embarrassing. They they decide to throw the ball in third and 17. And it's not like the kid just made an incredible throw. Because he did do that a few times. That kid's legit now. That quarterback's the real deal. This play in particular, the one I'm thinking of, he's just wide open in the middle of the field on third oh, and 17. Inexplicably. Inexplicably. And that gets them right back in the game. If you get a stop there, if you cover his def- his wide receivers, they punt, they're down 21, the game is over. Instead, they go down and score, you fumble the ensuing squib kick, and then all hell breaks loose and you have to hold on for dear life uh, t- to get the win. So I think what was most disappointing, Ira, honestly, it, two things. The way the defense started and then the way the offense finished. I mean, that was that was as rattled and as nervy as I've seen a Florida State offense look uh, probably since Raleigh last year. It's been a long time since they've looked like that. I don't understand why you have to put all of our dirty secrets out into the, the Internet, Corey. So, because yeah, these are my people, Ira. I, I want them written, to know what we do. I may have written a headline saying that mm. the game was over, but nobody saw that. Just me and you. It could have been between us, buddy. I uh, saw it, Ira, and I'll never uh, forget it. I'll never unsee it. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, and I mean, look, and the biggest questions all week are probably going to be about the defense because one of two things happened. Either you uh, you had a terrible game plan, which is possible, yeah. or your guys just didn't execute anything, which is also possible. I think both could be true. Um, you know, it seemed like there were there were times in this game where maybe they spied 
uh, Castellanos and kept him in the pocket. One thing that bothered me, and again, I, I think it's just, you know, it's just college football players making mistakes, but there were a lot of times where they had him in the pocket and they were so worried about him running that they weren't aggressively going after him. Yeah. And sure enough, at the end of the game, that's how they ended the game. I mean, that basically how they got that last stop was they got a huge sack for, you know, was it 14, 15 yards uh, to make them punt, which was huge. But there was like a tentativeness the whole time. It's like, even if they felt like they could get pressure on him, they were so worried about him running that they didn't go in. But again, I'm sure people will be screaming at Adam Fuller and it's ultimately it's his defense. Um, but that was, it was just, it was so, it was, it felt like any of those games that we've seen through the years where a guy converts a bunch of third and longs and that's how you lose the game. Yeah. What bothered me though about it, Ira, was how easy it was early. Don't let a kid like that that's just making a second start in this kind of game have a wide-open guy on the on the second play of the game for a 35-yard gain. That gets him some confidence. He completed his first six passes, and I don't remember any of them being like incredible John Elway throws. It's just guys wide open. They made it a little too easy for him early. And then also, look, I think that kid might be legitimately great. He, he certainly was great today. And – he started out, I thought it was too easy for him, but let's take, for instance, his touchdown run. That's a great, that's a great that's a great individual play. He wanted to run kind of over the right tackle. It was stopped. He made two guys miss with one move and yeah. then got to the outside and, and scored. And then the one third down that I, I well, look, there were probably five third downs where Florida State fans just threw their hands up and like, what is going on? But on that last drive they had, they had a third and twenty. He rolls out to his right under pressure and makes the best throw of the day. Just an unbelievable throw right right where it needs to be, rolling to his right, a laser. Like, that was a great play. You don't get upset about those nearly as much, in my opinion, as the third and 17 where you could have made that throw because the kid's just wide open in the middle of the field. And we talk about having situational awareness. If the team right – and I also don't think the team even rushed on that play. Like, they were standing up before the ball was snapped. It looked like they weren't ready. Half the time, it looked like Jared Verse wasn't ready to go rush the passer. He'd be standing up when the ball was snapped, kind of on his heels. I don't quite understand that. But if you just get a stop there, the game is over. And they, I, you hadn't, you didn't see it, Ira, because you were at the game. But after they got the one stop when it was 31-10, to 10, and then the kid made the horrible punt, they had the ball at midfield, they showed Jared Verse and Peyton and, uh, and Odell on the sidelines. And there was a lot of smiling. Which is, you know, I'm not saying kids shouldn't smile. They, they should have fun. They were playing well at that moment. They had righted the ship. But you could tell, it, just to me, being like you, reading the sidelines, it looked like they thought the game was over. It looked like they were joking. And Jared Verse is a big personality anyway. It looked like they thought the game was over. And clearly well, it wasn't. Um, but, you know, it, all that said, they did get, like you said, they did get the stop when they had to. And Adam Fuller brought that corner blitz with Azaria Thomas and ended up basically ending the game. Well, that and the the gift personal foul face mask that really ended the game. Well, I don't know if it was a gift. I mean, I didn't see the replay, but Mike Norvell. No, no, it was definitely. Okay. No, I mean, it was a gift that they did it. Not that right. it was called. It was the right call. It was just a gift that they did it. Yeah, because it was funny because I literally I was watching Norvell from where I was. And I saw when I saw the play get stopped, I saw him immediately going like this. And I was like, because I, I saw the flag, I assumed it was going to be holding Right, but uh, it was that. So, um, yeah, man, I, 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 the the relaxing when you're up 31 to 10, I think is somewhat natural. What was weird to me was that once BC scored, 
this is an experienced team and they've talked so much about that. You know, Mike Norvell's talked about it and we've talked about it. We've written about it. We've talked about it. Uh, at nauseum, this is a team with seniors, juniors, six-year seniors, some seventh-year seniors, yeah. and you just self-destructed in front of a small crowd against a not very good team. Uh, I mean, you know, again, we may look back at this weeks from now and say, man, that was a crazy one, you know, as they're 8-0 or 9-0, but it that bothers me, and like you said, offensively as well. Now, Jordan Travis, man, he's not healthy. He got hurt. Uh, and he played that second half hurt, and I'm sure that affected things. But, again, man, you're a six-year senior. Trey Benson's a, a fourth-year football player. He needs to just fall on I mean, there's that that was the hands team. I mean, just yeah. fall on it. What are you, why are you trying to pick it up? And then Lawrence Sofili, again, you got another situation. You're up big. You just cannot try to make the amazing play back at your own 10-yard line. Just go down. And, that, and so that's the frustrating thing, I think, from a – you'd expect this – if this was a year ago or two years ago, you wouldn't expect it from a team that's as experienced as they are. Well, and as you move forward, right, you wonder, okay, because Georgia had one of these games last year. Every great team has a game or two like this. It's hard to it's hard to beat everybody for, by 40 points uh, in college football. So everybody has a game like this. You wonder, was this the anomaly? Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Or was this more of a slap in the face of reality? I'm of the opinion it's more of an anomaly. I think it was a weird game from the start. I think anytime you have a football game where your offense gets the ball once in, a, in the first quarter, it puts everything kind of off kilter. And then your offense, you know, I, I, I can promise you Keon will be more of a factor moving forward, clearly. I mean, they the offense just, once, it, once some things happen, it's like they played not to lose. They played not to make a mistake. Obviously, Jordan was a little hurt, so that affected the running game because they knew he probably wouldn't keep it. Um, but I just thought the offense just throttled down to nothing when it did when it couldn't. Like if it, it all it had to do was go score one field goal, one touchdown, anywhere in those in that last five drives, and the game's over. And this is a very good offense. I so my point being, I think it was just a goofy, weird game um, that that the offense could never get in a rhythm because the game didn't dictate it. Once they scored after that third and 17, then immediately they get the ball right back. 
because you fumble the kickoff. And then you have the ball at your five. You get The defense gets a nice stop on fourth and one, but then you're starting the ball at the six-yard line. Then Toa Feely fumbles, and holy moly, it's a real game all of a sudden. Um, so I, I do think this I, – I think – don't you think this was more of a, a – like I said, an anomaly and not reality? Because, look, man, the LSU game happened. The Southern Miss game happened, and they weren't eight weeks ago. They were – that. I still think that's what who this team is. They just – kind of vomited all over themselves there for about an hour and we're lucky to get out of there with a win. But I think the real team is the one that showed up the first two weeks. Yeah, I agree. You know, this might be nitpicking a little bit, although I don't know if you can nitpick when you almost lose to Boston College. But, but I, you know, it feels like after Keon Coleman's performance in that opener, that they, that they really believe this talk about every 50-50 ball is an 80-20 or 90-10 ball. That's not reality. And a lot of those 50-50 balls, they did it today, they did it last week as well, are not converted. And so to me, it's, man, Jaheim Bell is such a weapon. And Kyle Morlock and Marquiston Douglas and, and your backs in space. I feel like they need to get back to that a little bit. It felt like some of those just – it felt like, again, just trying too many – in that big third down incompletion that Jordan had towards the end. I think he had Toa Feely in the flat, but instead he threw us for Johnny up top. And, again, it's just, man, this offense, I think it's at its best when they're scheming things open and, and taking what the defense gives them, not just – taking shots down the field. I feel you don't feel, do you feel like they're a little too shot heavy? At times? Maybe it, again, it was such a weird game though. Like I, Keon only got targeted. I don't know if Keon got targeted in the second half. Um, he got targeted twice in the first half on those 50, 50 balls that were zero 100. He didn't catch either one of them, one being in the end zone. And then Johnny, you know, I think he only got targeted. The only time he dropped, the only time he didn't catch the ball was that one you're talking about. Right. I agree with that though. On a third and three, it's not a good throw, and that's a pretty easy catch. Although we know it's Johnny, it's a pretty easy catch, but it wasn't a great throw, or he didn't but, run a good route. And you also had a first down underneath. You had you Toa Feely underneath. And and what's weird about that, Ira, is I thought there was a play in the first half where Jordan makes an incredible throw to Toa Feely down the sideline for like a 25-yard gain. But that's, an, that's a really high degree of difficulty, and this was before he got hurt, where I thought he could have run, or he also had another receiver – a little closer to him that was a much easier throw. So I think there's something there about maybe calming down the taking the shots, like take the easy play immediate, like take the easy play first. And then once they start coming up on the easy play, that's when you take your shots. But again, I just, I, I draw it up to just being such a weird disjointed. It just felt like a fluky, goofy game. And clearly they should have beaten Boston college by four touchdowns. Um, I, they didn't, that kid made some incredible plays and if they don't have 18 penalties, they might have lost that game if Boston College didn't commit 18 penalties, especially the 18th one. But they they won. They did win. And this is the first – would you say this is the first time, Ira, that this group of guys, maybe Mike Norvell since he's been here, where they got outplayed probably or maybe you could say deserve to lose but still won? Is there anything you can take away from that that you still won a game where it felt like maybe you didn't deserve it? Because they haven't done that a lot. They usually – they usually earn these wins. Yeah, no, I think so. I think the two instances I would point to, if you're if you're looking to point to the positives, it was the way they responded uh, in the second quarter and third yeah. quarter to take the lead when yeah. it was it was dicey for a quarter and a half, and then you know at the end that the corner blitz and getting that sack was huge. I mean that was a big play at the moment. I'm going to ask you one more question. I'm going to put you on the spot with something here, Corey. Okay. After first, you tell people about the BOGO at VitaminEnergy.com. That means buy one, get one, Ira, meaning right. you type in WarChant promo code at, uh, at Vitamin Energy. 
you're going to buy one because clearly, why would you be on the website? You're not there to peruse. You're there to buy. But when you go to buy, um, it's going to give you the option to get a free one. And I'm going to go ahead and say, take it. Take the free option. So you take the BOGO option. So go in there and type that in, WarChamp BOGO. You buy one, you get one free. So if you buy four, Ira, I assume you get four free. Aslan could correct me if I'm wrong. I assume that that just goes in perpetuity. You can do 20, get you 20 think, for free, however you want to do it. You don't think there's a limit? Like if somebody buys a thousand vitamin energies, they're not going to. There might be, but I'm going to go ahead and assume there isn't. Tell them Corey Clark said there is no limit if they give you any li- right. lip or All feedback. Right. All right. So I'm going to put you in the spot. How much of this do you put on, on Adam for as a coordinator of this defense? Clearly, players busted plays. Clearly, but players busted missed tackles. Clearly, the execution was the problem. But how much how much are you pointing at Adam Fuller, or do you want to wait to see what happens in seven days at Clemson? Oh, well, I'll, no. I mean, I don't have to wait for this performance. Yeah, most all of it goes on Fuller, just like, quite frankly, the offensive meltdown in the second half goes to Norvell. I mean, figure out a way to get the ball moving. And also, like, Trey Benson needs to start being Trey Benson yeah. again, or Rodney Hill needs to get all those carries. Like, I, Trey Benson, when the game is on the line, man, you've got to run as hard as possible. Rodney Hill does. Uh, and Rodney Hill didn't get the ball. And Toa Feely, I mean, they didn't even give Rodney Hill a chance, I didn't think, that late in the game. I thought, I think Rodney Hill through three weeks has, has been my favorite running back of the trio, just getting the ball in his hands. But going back to Fuller, um, no, it was a, it was a dread. It was a dreadful start to the game where they did not look ready. I don't know how you have two huge busts like that in the first seven plays of the game. All you have to do is come play sound fundamental football against this kid, and you're going to win the game. Instead, you gave him all this confidence. So what do you know? You're in a game. But, um, you know, also credit, literally credit to that kid. That That yeah, is not awesome. a normal guy you have to – you have to cover. You're not going to see anything like that the rest of the year. You're going to see good quarterback play. You're probably going to see better quarterbacks than him overall, but you're not going to have many guys have that kind of effort against you. That kid, he, 400 yards of offense until the last two plays, he had, you know, 130 yards rushing or 120 yards rushing. Um, he made, and he made some really good throws. My problem was the easy layups you gave him to start the game um, because you're going to be facing a quarterback next week, in my opinion, Who's not high on confidence? If you start that way again, he's going to be he's going to be confident, and then you're going to be in a dogfight again. I wanted to ask you one question though, Ira. Um, but I, yes, Fuller deserves blame. The third and long defense was horrific. Understand, Omar Graham, that when it's third and fifteen, there's a good chance it's a quarterback draw. I don't know why you're racing to the outside to give him a huge lane. Um, I don't. It sounded when we talked to these guys, and maybe it was just my read on things. Um, they didn't seem all that worried about this quarterback and clearly they should have been because he lit them up for 400 yards. Uh, but anyway, I was going to ask you this all of a sudden to, in my opinion, kind of takes a little weight off the shoulders of Florida. As bad as they looked. I mean, I think Florida state fans are going to still expect them to win. I think Florida state, they might be favored, although I don't know after that performance, but Going up to Clemson full of yourself, thinking you're going to dominate Clemson in Death Valley is a recipe to get beat and maybe get beat bad. After this performance, there is zero chance they prepare this week like they're going to go up there and beat down Clemson because they can't possibly think that after this game. Yeah, no, there's no question. If that that were to happen, then the season's a wrap anyway. Like, they're not going to accomplish their goals. And I don't think that is going to happen. I think from from that standpoint, again, we're not here to put silver bows or – what color, what color bows? Red bows, silver bows? Well, it's the red bandana game, so red bows. Well, a red I guess. bow. 
but also on an ugly loss, but but it wasn't an ugly loss. I mean, an ugly win. Excuse me. Good point. There you go. Buddy. There you go. But, just saying. But uh, what you what you do what could come out of it though could be great because yeah. they could have their best week of practice all season this week. You'd like to believe that on that flight back to to Tallahassee, they cannot wait to get back to practice, get the film, get to practice, and start preparing for that Clemson game. So you're right, man. That it may end up being. A blessing in disguise. Well, they're going to be doubted again, right? right? This effort was so poor over the final hour of that game that they're, uh, the fans are doubting them. With, right, with good – I mean, they just gave up 19 straight or whatever it was. Yeah, 19 straight points to Boston College to almost lose a game. They're going to be doubted. Nobody now – I shouldn't say nobody. People are going to think they're going to go up there and struggle, that it's going to be a dogfight, that they might lose. If they play like that again, I can promise you they're going to lose. But I think that might be what a team like this needs. It was too easy the first two weeks. Now – they didn't do this on purpose. They blew it. They didn't play well. But as Ira said, as we're kind of alluding to, there is a chance. It could be a, the silver lining is that it, there is a chance that the the big leap that they could make is after a game like this. And they did it after a W, which is obviously the most important thing. And y'all got you guys can be mad at us that we're not mad enough. But I was here in 2020. Oh. We were doing these in 2021. We I will bet. enjoy a win because I've seen. Worse losses than that in the last five years. Corey, we spent 15, 16 minutes pointing out the negatives. I think it's okay. fine to say it could turn out to be a good thing. Um, but we'll wrap it up here again. That's And that's why I am kind of on Adam Fuller. I'm not going to use this game. I know I've, I'm seen as the Adam Fuller apologist. Yeah. I'm not going to use this game as the, as the complete definition of whether or not uh, he can get the job done. This coming Saturday is going to be a big answer because that Clemson offense is not very good. That quarterback is very young. He's not going to run around like Castellanos, who was probably really still ticked off that Florida State didn't recruit him as a quarterback. Can he they transfer Ira? Or is he already transferred twice? No, he's he's a, he's on the fair market, but I think there's going to be a lot of schools, coming, yeah. especially if Hathley ends up getting fired after 18 penalties. Well, anyway, I'm going to get out of here. They're going to close the press box. For uh, Corey Clark and Aslan Hunter-Bandy, this is Ira Schofel reporting from Chestnut Hill. And we'll have plenty of coverage at warchant.com. Corey's got a column coming. 3-0, uh, baby. 3-0. You can see the video reactions from Mike Norvell and the players if you haven't already. So stay tuned to WarChant.com.